Patricia. Hello, and thanks for joining us for the Education Doctor Radio Program. The Education Doctor Radio Show is your family source for educational excellence. Our program is brought to you by Compass Education Strategies. I'm Dr. Pamela Ellis, Principal Consultant at Compass, where our mantra is Access, Thrive, Graduate. You can learn more about our firm at www. CompassEducationStrategies.com Thanks to all of my listeners who are joining today. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this program. If you're listening to a podcast of this show, I also want to thank you for joining in. For future show updates and ongoing relevant education news, please like my page on Facebook at The Education Doctor. And you can also find me on Twitter at the Education Doc. We've got a great program lined up for you. Um, in our show two weeks ago, we had a thoughtful conversation with Pete Upham, who is the Executive Director of the Association of Boarding Schools. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to that podcast, please do so. The Association of Boarding Schools, or TABS for short, is a hub resource that connects over 300 boarding schools around the world and the students and families who are interested in pursuing this option. It's a really terrific resource in that students and families can learn more about college prep schools in a holistic manner, and then after perusing the site, if they want to explore more, then the next step would be visiting the websites and view books of specific schools, and then finally visiting in person the schools that are strong matches. Yes, I hear what you're thinking. It's not always feasible to visit campuses beforehand, and that's where my firm services come in because part of my role as an educational consultant is to go out and visit a range of schools so that I can better support families who are considering these opportunities. Last week I had a fantastic tour in the Granite State, New Hampshire. It's a lovely state, but February probably isn't the best month to visit, and I will say that over the seven days that I was there, it was bitterly cold, only one of those days, but rather mild the other six days, so not too bad. Um, there was certainly still plenty of snow for skiing. I visited 15 schools in one week, and if you're on my Facebook page, you may have seen the names of the schools that I visited. Um, there were three schools per day, and it was it was just an exhausting week. Um, one of the fascinating things, though, about the week is that each of the schools was so different, and they had very unique cultures and histories about them. So I can talk ad nauseum about these schools because there were so many, and indeed they were so diverse. Um, I will post several blogs over the next week or so with more details but for my show tonight, I have students uh, from three of those schools. I have a student who is visiting with us from Brewster Academy and also from Holderness and from New Hampton School. Uh, really exciting schools, beautiful campuses. Um, before we get started, I want to make sure that if there are any listeners who'd like to call in, that you have our call-in number, and that's 714 333 3356 
And if you listened to the show before, you probably recall that this is the point in the show where I always say my favorite line, which is that our switchboard is located in sunny Southern California, but I am broadcasting live from Dayton, Ohio. Now, in addition to our call-in number, which is 714-333-3356, you can also email us at radio at compasseducationstrategies.com. So I will take just a quick break, and then I will come back with our students um, who will share more with us. So just one moment. Okay, so we're back. This is the Education Doctor Radio Show, which is brought to you by Compass Education Strategies. I will be talking tonight with Maggie, who is from Holderness School. We have Will on the line. Will, are you there? And Maggie, are you there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And we have Clay, who's calling in from New Hampton. Will is calling from Brewster Academy. Clay, are you there? Yep. Okay, great. Um, before, as we're getting started, I want to first of all thank all of you uh, for joining in. I really appreciate you taking the time from your study schedule just to chat about your prep schools. Um, why don't we start by just having each of you briefly share with our listeners your hometown, what grade you're in currently, and how long you've been at your present school. Who wants to start? I guess, uh, Maggie? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Oh, Maggie, you want to okay. go first? I'll, okay, I'll go first. Um, I'm Maggie. I'm a repeat junior at Holderness, um, and I'm from Brunswick, Maine, so I'm about two hours from home when I'm at school. And I, so, yeah, so I'm a repeat junior, so it's my first year here, and I play soccer and lacrosse, and I do Nordic skiing. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, great. Clay? Uh, my name's Clay. I'm from the New Hampton School. I live in Messina, New York, which is about five hours away from New Hampton. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a senior at New Hampton School, and I play uh, hockey, soccer, and tennis. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, how many years have you been at New Hampton? This is my second year. Second year. So you started as a junior as well? I, I did. Okay. Okay. Great. Will? Yeah. Yeah, I'm from um I'm Will Fix. I'm from uh Chicago, Illinois. And um yeah, I'm at my second year at Brewster and uh I play hockey and lacrosse and I'm also in the school play. So oh, wow. uh, Okay. Yeah. Now what year are you, Will? I'm a senior. Okay. And how long have you been there? You said your second year? Uh, two years. Two yep. years. So you started as a junior as well. I did. I okay. uh, I repeated my junior my junior year. Oh wow. Okay. Can you um say a little bit about that? You and Maggie both you talked about repeating junior year and then starting to prep school. Can you say a little bit more about kind of what made you decide to repeat junior year? Yeah, sure. I, I can take that question. Um mm-hmm. well I you know, my first three years, you know, I 
you know, I, I really didn't feel that I met my uh, potential for my grades. And also, you know, when I went away to school, I wanted to have two years, you know, because I want, you know, you want to have some time to transition. Just one year, like, I didn't feel like I could have enough time to get involved in the community. But, you know, having two years, I really had a chance to uh, raise my grades. Um, I was able to take uh, some courses that I didn't do well so well in my first three years. Like, I redid chemistry. And, you know, the first time I took it, I did very poorly. But when I took it again at uh, Brewster, I did, uh, you know, I did twice as well. So it was great. And then um, I was able to, you know, get involved in a lot of different things at school, having two years and, and, you know, have a very close relationship with all my teachers and uh, many people in the community. Mm Okay. Maggie, was it similar for you? Yeah, really similar. My decision had a lot to do with, um, I mean, academically, I did pretty well at my old high school. Um, and actually, a lot of the reason I chose to come to Holderness was because my brother was here, and it wasn't necessarily to follow my brother, but just, um, like, it had been a really good decision for him to come here. So I thought that I could benefit um, similarly. And so mm-hmm. I I really came here because I wanted to be able to play more lacrosse. Not It wasn't just an academic move, but... I don't know, athletically and academically and socially, it's helped me, like, in all those ways. Okay. Yeah. For Clay, uh, what made you decide to consider prep school? Um, the decision for prep school was, um, I, actually, I'm a re- I had repeated my junior year as well. And, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I agree with what Maggie just said. Uh, I was doing really well academically in my other school, and I felt like I wanted to be challenged enough. And actually, it was really late in the uh, uh, admission process that I had to go in, and I was it was only about four weeks away from school, and my dad was saying, Clay, why not wait PG? And I'm like, I really want to go now. And so I visited all the Lakes Region schools, and I liked just about every one of them. But New Hampton just had a vibe about something, and I chose New Hampton because it felt really uh, like uh, related close to me on home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, great. Now, Will, you're the furthest away from home. Were there any concerns you had about leaving Chicago to go several states away for school? You know, well, um, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit at first, but the way I saw it is I'd be leaving for college the next year anyway, so, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it really hasn't been um, – and it's been a great experience too. So it's, I look at it kind of like an adventure, you know. Uh huh. Um, it's nice to be independent. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I talked with uh, Mr. Upham about a couple of weeks ago, when we talked about just boarding schools in general, prep schools around the country, was just that sometimes, you know, sometimes people are hesitant to look into prep schools. Maybe they've heard. Uh, some misconceptions or myths about prep schools. Were there any, what were some of the things that you heard about prep schools before you started looking into it? Any rumors or any myths about them? Yeah, well, um, you know, I always, I I guess just kind of in media, like you'll see, Mm -hmm. you know, there's this misconception that there's like spoiled kids at prep school or like, you know, it's for like well, just wealthy people, or it's you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just kind of, I guess maybe like you had 
some people have that misconception. Like I think maybe even I did a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, one of the only uh, you know exposure to prep school I had was like um, some movies, like *Sen of a Woman* or like *School Ties*. I don't know why. Oh yeah, but, um, yeah. I guess you know I'll just see you'll see that and then. I mean, I just right away you realize that that's not the case. There's just so much diversity on campus, kids from all over the world, you know, and from all different uh, economic social backgrounds. And, you re- you know, it's, it's just not the case at all. It's just, you know, the total opposite. And so, you know, any any stereotypes there are are just really not, you know, they're not true. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, is there anything with this, this could be open for anyone who'd like to answer. Were there any surprises uh, when you got to prep school? What surprised you about your school? I mean, I, for one, was really surprised. I guess just a big change for me was time management. Like, um, at home, I don't know, I had... I had a lot less time to do stuff just because I was going from practice, you know, like picking up a sibling to grocery shopping with my parents, just so many different things in one afternoon. But here, Mm -hmm. like, I have study hall from 8 to 10 every night, and my schedule is really, is like really kind of set in stone. So Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier for me to get my work done. That's one thing that was like very different, the transition from public school at home to being here at Holderness. Hmm. Okay. Will one of the main things that I, mm-hmm. uh, one of the main things I was really surprised by was how supportive all the teachers were. I you know I'd mm-hmm. never really had that like you know, literally I had teachers waiting in their classrooms every day after school, you know, just for extra help. You know, there's mm-hmm. just always that opportunity for you know to get extra help or if you don't understand anything just a little bit or you didn't do well on a test or a quiz or you didn't understand a homework there's always resources and there's oh and the teachers are just unbelievable yeah for, uh, and i'm sure yeah. it's the same at um new hampton and uh holderness but you know the teachers at brewster are just so dedicated and they and it, mm-hmm. and they and it really seems like they love being here and they love working with kids and it's just a great feeling to have mhm yeah yeah, and, no. I, and I definitely agree with uh, both of it because um, I feel like that a lot of support for uh, for every any school that you go for a prep school. Uh, I mean, your coaches or even your teachers sometimes. So even on the athletic uh, field, you can even ask them sometimes uh, about like uh, academic questions, and they can show you later on after practice or something like that. Or you can talk to them about dinner, and they're so open to you. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the things I noticed, too, with a number of schools is that there are many faculty and, you know, administrators that live on the campus, which makes them even more uh, accessible for questions and any time you want to meet with them or just build stronger relationships uh, with faculty, and that was something that was really special. Uh, Another thing that I noticed just about the students at the school last week is that there was just such a wide range of interests um, that students pursued. I mean, students were on the ski team. You know, like, Maggie, you mentioned you were on the Nordic ski team. There were hockey players. There were writers, 
uh, the pottery studios that I saw were so amazing. And several schools had professional sound equipment, so if students wanted to produce music, um, they could do that. I mean, what are some of the things that you've tried um, in the schools where you're attending that maybe you didn't have in your former school, things that are totally new that you've been able to participate in because of the school where you are now? Well, I think that, you know, that actually being you on the well. campus. Oh, sorry, Clay, did you, you okay. go ahead and take this one? You, you go well, you go well. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yep. Well, just being on campus and having having everything available just right there, you don't have to commute to different activities, you know? Mm. At, you know, you just have so many opportunities right in front of you. And like I said, I I mean, I came to uh, – I, I came in, you know, being very interested in uh, – I'm a hockey player and I play lacrosse and – you know, I, I wanted to play sports, but I, um, you know, I, I thought that that was, you know, such a big part of my life. I kind of wanted to try something else. So I was in the school play, and, you know, I got, like, a decent role, and it was really fun. And the whole school came out, and, you know, some kids on my hockey team painted their bodies after, you know, <laughs> with my name on it. So, oh, my goodness. you know, that was just really funny, you know, like, people, but everyone supported me being in the play. They're like, oh, you know, that's cool, like, trying different things, and that's just kind of the atmosphere at at boarding school and at Brewster, I'm sure uh-huh. the same the other schools, but everyone just, you know, supportive of people trying new things. No one's like, oh, he's, no one was like putting up their nose like, oh, Will's a, Will's a jock. He, he shouldn't be in the play. You know, everyone was like really happy that I was trying something new and, and everyone in my hockey team, like my coaches were so supportive. Uh-huh. Um, like my hockey coach was like, yeah, he, he gave me a couple of days off practice and stuff. And he was, he was really cool about it. You know, I thought he'd be a lot more, uh, a lot more strict, but I was able to try something new, and I was so glad of it. I've, I've met a lot of good new friends, you know, outside oh, of my great. team and outside of the classroom. So it was just a great uh-huh. experience. That's awesome, yeah. Clay. What did you try that you wouldn't have been able to try at your at a local school that you could have gone to? Um. Well, uh, we were able to do like broadcasts and stuff like that for like basketball and hockey games, and I remember seeing it back in my old in my old uh, high school. Usually, I've been playing the games, and I saw that there was a few broadcasts, and I was like, "Wow, I like to do that." Maybe if they have it at prep school. And I met the communications director here, Will McCulloch, and he's a very nice guy. Uh, he worked in California for a little bit for the yeah. California Star Tribune for journalism. And uh, I thought it was really interesting. And one of the games, I, I was a little nervous going up to ask him if I would do it, but I went up and asked him, and I was like, can I do possibly color tonight? And he said, yeah, you can do some color with me. And I ended up uh, doing color with him that game. And then actually this past uh, weekend, uh, New Hampton had their New Hampton invitation. I know Brewster was there with uh, Winston and stuff. Yeah, I, I went to that game. And, it was a good game. Yeah, it was an amazing game, and uh, I was broadcasting that game, and it was an amazing game between both the teams. Uh, Brewster came out on top by uh, eight points, and uh, those really hard competitive teams, and I actually loved doing the broadcasting. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's fantastic. What about for you, you, Maggie? Has there been any um, new activity, something you've tried that you wouldn't have been able to try otherwise? Yeah, actually, yeah. Wow. Well, Nordic, I wouldn't have had the opportunity. I swam in my old high school, um, but there's no swimming program at Holderness, and I wasn't that serious about it, so I thought that I would just pick up Nordic. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's actually been a really good experience for me. Like, our coach is really qualified and has, like, Olympic experience. And 
that's one thing I'll say. You find that with a lot of coaches here, and I'm sure at the other schools, they're, like, very well qualified. Um, and But also, uh, like Will was saying, a lot of kids here, like, I'm doing the play this spring, but I, I just have a small role, but a lot of kids um, who are athletes or who aren't really, um, like, oriented in the arts um, have picked up theater just because they've seen it as, like, a fun thing to do with their friends in their free time. And, like, my brother did it last year just – and he's kind of like a goofball, but he's one of the lead roles in the play this spring. So it's just kind of like Will was saying, like, anybody can do it. And you really everybody can pick up anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you describe your the culture of your school? I mean, you guys have kind of touched on it a bit um, in ways that you describe the students, uh, but are there? How would you describe it for our listeners if they want to kind of get a sense for you know what Holderness is about, or what Brewster is about, or what New Hampton is about? How would you describe that for them? Who wants to take us start us off with that? I can start with that. Um, the holderness is really all about like a caring community um, and making sure that everybody knows who each other is. So, like one thing that we really try to promote is that everybody say hi to each other walking when you're walking on the path and like look each other in the eye, use each other's names. Um, and I know that I mean everybody in campus really appreciates that. Like teachers and students all become really close. Um, just because of that sort of rule. Um, but also, um, kids here are really responsible because, like, we have the job program, um, which each kid has a job, and there's also a leadership program, so seniors and some juniors have leadership positions. So basically on campus you just learn to um, be responsible and independent, but also know that other people are um, relying on you to do your job um, and then there's also, like, the special programs is kind of like a pillar of the Holderness education. Um, like, one really big thing is that juniors go on outback in the spring. Um, like, I'm getting ready to go camping for 10 days in the woods with a group of my classmates, and, I've, I've, like, everyone tells me that it's a life-changing experience, and I know that's a really big part of Holderness. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will or Clay? Um, a big part uh, on mine is uh, the classroom experiences and even club experiences. And in the classroom, I just uh, be friends with everybody. And my two best friends here, actually, one of them's from uh, Africa, and the other one from Mexico. So I'm really diversity around this school. And I'm in an APUS history class where uh, I know my my friend from Africa is in there, but also kids from Korea and China in there. And I get along with just about anybody as even as well. And on the sports teams, I have people from all around the country, and there's no, like, uh, break bond or anything. Everyone's working together to have the same common goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think I think what Clay said is really, you know, it's, I think that's a common thing at Brewster as well. It's just everyone, you know, everyone wants to do well. Everyone comes here with the goal to, you know, improve their lives, you know. Everyone, you know, we're, we're all kind of working. We're all in it together. There's no one, like... Oh, would you get on that test? Like, it doesn't seem like there's. It's really competitive. People are like working together. This is there's a real sense of community, which is great. You know, 
Mm-hmm. You know, like there's we have something called Math Tutor Center, mm-hmm. and um, it's just basically like, you know, some of the AP Calc students will be in the class um, in a classroom and just help everyone. You know, help anyone that comes with any studying for a test or homework, and you know, like it they take time out of their own night to help, you know, students that need help, you know, that are struggling in math. And I just think that's a great thing. And it really embodies what our school's about is, you know, te- the teachers and all the students would be happy if everyone in the class said nay, you know. Yeah. There's no, like, there's not really that much competition, which I like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. What about, um, for you, what would you say, you know, has been, you know, a great benefit or advantage in terms of going to prep school versus staying in your hometown for school? Um, I think that I, I I feel like I've really matured here, just like having to really take care of myself. I mean, I have dorm parents who check in on, like, the basic things, like, is your room clean? My advisor checking in on my grades and just how I'm doing emotionally. Um, but, like, you really have to take matters into your own hands. Like, you're managing your time, figuring out when to do your homework, when you can hang out with friends. Um, So I feel like I've become really responsible. And also just, like, on paper, I mean, I'm doing a lot better academically than I was before, and I was doing fine before. But here, just, I mean, one of the boys, I think, was saying before, teachers are so accessible um, and not only that, but also, like, your classmates can help you as well. So that's been really helpful for me. Okay. Will or Clay? Um, What's been an advantage or benefit over staying in your hometown? Well, you know... Um, you go, you go well. <laughs> okay. Well, I think, you know, just um, an advantage. Uh you know, I sorry, I'm just trying not to uh touch on what I've talked about before. But uh I I just think, you know, the accumulation of everything that I've really talked about is mm-hmm. it's just really uh I mean you can't really get you can't really get that back home. Like you can't do everything. You know, you can do you can commit to some things. Like back home I could just play hockey, but I couldn't be in the play and you know, play all the other sports too. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I don't know. I, I just had a or just the accessibility of teachers, you know, being able to go at 8 o'clock at night, go and get extra help, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely agree what Will just said and uh, going to get help, and I definitely think that it's a big step for us to go to college and maybe even next year. I mean, uh, nobody in public school, I mean, my your dad and mom are there to debate, maybe we'll babysit you and say, okay, Clay, it's time to do your homework, Clay. Okay, Clay, got to get from your games, but but here, I mean, nobody's on, on you. I mean, you got to do, you got to be right on your homework. You can't be missing assignments. You can't be missing tests. You can't be missing homework. You're going to be falling behind. You don't want to fall behind, and you want to be that person that's up on top and saying, hey, I'm doing my work. Hey, I'm on top. Hey, I'm one of the top in the class, and I'm staying on top of it. Okay. Yeah, great. I think that I was able to really feel like, you know, good when I when I succeed in something. You know, I realize that it's all me, Eric. It's not really like you can't have your your parents picking up your weight. Right. Okay. We have just another minute left. I wanted to ask you quickly if you can just tell me one thing you would change about your school. One thing from each of you. What would it be? <laughs> That's just one final one. thing about the school. 
that no one thing that you would change. Oh, that we would change. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, ah, that's a tough one, huh? Yeah. I think for me it's just like the little rules like um so, like some some of the little rules make things kind of inconvenient like during the night time you have passing time from 7:55 to to 8 and then 55 to 9 if you want to go from your dorm to the library or something. So, like, if you're a minute late, they might lock you out of the library and you have to go back to your dorm. Those are, like, just, like, the little the little rules sometimes. Annoying can, rules. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Well, I want to thank all of you for joining our show today. Um, this wraps up our show on prep schools in New Hampshire. I want to thank Will, Clay, and Maggie for being such wonderful guests. Uh, if anyone would like to reach you, I would just have them contact your website, but they can email me and I can forward it uh, to your admissions office. Um, the websites, uh, what's the website for Brewster? It's BrewsterAcademy.org? Yes, just BrewsterAcademy.org. Okay, and Holderness is Holderness.org, and New yep. Hampton School is NewHampton.org. Um, yep. So thank you so very much for joining Uh, We have some great shows coming up for you on the Education Doctor Radio, and we'll continue to bring you information that's both strategic and practical for educational success. Please like my page on Facebook at the Education Doctor for updates, and you can join visit our website at CompassEducationStrategies.com. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, so we can hang out. We're good. I don't know. Yeah, I think we can hang out. All right, later, guys. Later.